Hi guys, Tina Anderson, TinaAndersonOC.com. Get fit, stay healthy, and life in the groove. Not to confuse you. I did mention that I had some changes coming up. Very exciting, cool changes. I am now a nationally syndicated radio host on right now 53 stations across the U.S. Life in the Groove is the name of the show, which I've already been talking about. And I'm not stopping my podcast, but so it's not redundant, I will be taking the edited shows that I'm recording for Life in the Groove and putting them here for the time being. I'm not quite sure how this will all work out, I'll be honest with you, but I am still around, and I will have even more information, celebrity interviews, giveaways, all kinds of stuff, so don't go anywhere. Stay with me. Tina Anderson OC is the blog. Subscribe there, or subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Stay connected. Please, 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 please. I'll be at locations. I'm growing the show. It's going to be very exciting. I need callers. You can call in and be on the air nationally. So I need that too. And when you listen to the show connected here, you'll hear the phone number. Go to Life in the Groove on Facebook if you want. I'm just, I parked it, but I'm not doing much with that yet. But I will have updated information there. Here we go into the holidays, guys. I trust that you have all the information and you have the encouragement from me in the past that you need to make sure that these holidays are healthy and fun and vibrant and positive and connected with the things that you want to connect with, the things that fill your life, not just your stomach, the things that fill your life in a good way. And that doesn't necessarily mean food. Find a way to fill your moments and thoughts and days through the holidays with people, places, and things that lift you up and make you stronger. And I'm not talking about food. Welcome to Life in the Groove, helping you to get fit and stay healthy. Now here's your host, health and fitness expert, Tina Anderson. Welcome to Life in the Groove, and I'm your groove gal, Tina Anderson. Hey, this is a place to get inspired, to get motivated, and to get the truth. You have to have the truth when we're talking about health and fitness. I will provide you with the important information you got to know so you can live fit, you can live healthy, you can live strong, and you can live in your groove. It's diet, it's health, it's fitness, and it's life challenges. We talk about all of it here, and I promise you, pinky promise, no BS here on my side, I will always leave you with a takeaway, a few nuggets that you can apply immediately. So I am just so excited to be doing the show, Life in the Groove, because it's sort of how I think of how we should live, like in our groove, when all the pieces are fitting properly. And if you're not healthy, if your brain and your body are not working properly, then the rest of your life isn't really fitting together as well either. Come on, you know that's the truth. So I'm here as your groove gal. Just think of me as your friend, as your partner, as your confidant. And we're going to get through this together in a very strong and healthy way. I did not say skinny way because I'm not about being skinny. Otherwise, I'd have to give up my beautiful red glass of wine every night and my organic dark chocolate, if that already gives you a clue as to what I'm about. But I am going to hammer when I have to. And we're going to start today with a trainer question, which I really get a lot. So we're going to start with, I'm sure, something that you have asked before or thought, and that is about eating and eating right. It's a giant general question today on Life in the Groove for this first segment. 
one of my online clients, military guy, really works hard, has a great job, tries to fit in his, his fitness, but he actually sent me an email with all this concern about, am I eating right? I'm not losing body fat. I'm not sure if I'm doing things right. How do I know if I'm eating right? That's almost verbatim his email. I'm sure you thought the same thing. Am I eating right? Okay, you see a lot of stuff in the news. You see a lot of articles. You've read a lot of stuff. So I'm going to give you, as I always do, just the basic information so you will know, yes, for the most part, I'm doing this right. Okay, so here we go. Am I eating right? Am I eating right? All right, so here's the first thing. Are you ready? This is really simple. If you're in your car right now and you're at a drive-thru and you've been at drive-thrus two or three times this week, you're probably not eating right. So if you know where every McDonald's is and you know where all the Taco Bells are and you know where the Del Tacos are and the Kentucky Fried Chickens, if you can pretty much route out your day with all your fast food restaurants, you're probably not eating right. Once a week, hey, you know what? I basically put a bag over my head with cut out my eyes when I go to Taco Bell with my kids. I'm like, no one needs to know I'm here. Uh, but I do it. I take them once a week. You know, it's, that's fine. You're not eating right if your car pulls up in front of drive throughs all the time. You're just not. Okay, so there's number one. That's really simple. All right, number two. You're probably not eating right if most of your food comes from, are you listening, a box or a can. I want you to think about your pantry right now. Picture it. Picture your refrigerator, the shelves. What's in there? What do you have that won't last two, three more days, that won't last 24 more hours. If, uh, if you have stuff that you can eat 17 years from now and it'll taste the same like a Twinkie, then you're not eating right. If you have stuff that you go, oh my God, I can't believe I'm throwing out spinach again. Oh, if that happens to you, the good news is that's a good choice because real food doesn't last very long. It spoils. So I use Twinkies because... You know, I probably have, I could probably eat Twinkies from college, and that was a long time ago. It's probably a long time for Craig, too, right, Craig? <laughs> How long ago? Do you don't want to, he's, look, at, he's like, don't talk to me about that. <laughs> I, I'm way over here. Okay, yeah. Uh, but if you have stuff like that, you're probably not eating right. It's really simple. So stuff from a can, once in a while, I have my earthquake stuff because I'm in Southern California, right? Stuff that's frozen, fine if it's like frozen vegetables. But a lot of the like, you know, frozen dinners and stuff, look on the ingredients. Oy, oy vey. All right, so anyway, we're going to come back to the ingredient thing here in a second. But box or canned food, no. Fresh food, yes. Okay, that leads me into the third one. You are probably eating right if most of your shopping in any grocery store happens on the perimeters, the outside. If you are going to the inside where all the boxed and canned food, processed food, if that's all there, that's all you see, you're probably not eating right. Most of your shopping at a grocery store is going to be on the outside where you have your fresh fruits and vegetables, your healthy lean meats, things like that, okay? So if you're on the inside aisle, uh uh-oh, wrong place to be, exit, go somewhere else, okay? They should have alarms in grocery stores. Excuse me, exit the aisle. You're in the unhealthy section. That would be great. I wish I had one of those. All right, so you're probably not eating right if the ingredients on, let's say, some of your boxes or cans are like 17 
paragraphs long. So if you can keep your food for 17,000 years and you have 17,000 paragraphs of ingredients that you cannot pronounce, you, you don't recognize, it doesn't even look like a word, you're probably not eating right. Because that's not food. That's make-believe food. It's a substance made to look and taste and feel and smell like food. It's not food. Are you hearing me? It's not food. No, it's not food. It's not food. How many ingredients are on a label on a banana? Quick quick question. How many ingredients? Mm, there are no ingredients because it's a banana. It's a whole food. That's it. How many ingredients are on the back of a label on a box of Pop-Tarts? Hmm. That would be a, a whole different story. So labels, ingredients. You're looking for that. If the first ingredient says sugar, that's, that's not a good choice, right? You're not eating right. Okay, let's move on. So processed foods are not good, right? Now, I have to be real, uh, I looked a little graphic here, but just hang with me because this is important. We've got to talk about everything. You're probably not eating right if you're not pooping right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if you have a hard time with it, if you're spending way too long in the bathroom and you have go through three magazines before anything's happening. Uh, so if you're constipated or the other way around, if you don't poop very much, and I people tell me, I haven't pooped in three days. I'm like, what? Okay, and you got all this stuff in your intestine. and ew. Okay, so your body's telling you. It's giving you a message. Listen to it. it. You can't get around that. It's pretty obvious. So you're probably not eating right if you're having trouble in the bathroom. You're probably not eating right if you get sick a lot. Now, there are other variables, but processed food, sugars, and all of that cause inflammation in your body and a breakdown and a lack of ability to really keep your immune system where it should be, operating, functioning at a high level. So if you're getting sick a lot, it could be other things. I, I know that. But there's a good chance that your body is fighting to stay healthy. And guess what? If you add mental stress to that and you don't eat well, then you are really in for a battle. And you're doing that to yourself. Don't do that. Don't do that. So you're probably not eating right if you're getting sick a lot. Also, you're probably not eating right if you don't recover well. So I'm talking about workouts here. Like if you really just, ah, oh, I can't get through my workouts or I'm really sore all the time or my energy levels, obviously, it's kind of an obvious one, right? My energy levels are down, complaining and, you know, the anxiety, the stress, the way you feel, not being able to think clearly, getting uh, exhausted. I'm guessing there's a combination in my experience of, a, stress, and B, probably your nutrition. So if that's you, if I'm describing you, your diet has just a huge role in that. It's going into your body. It's feeding your brain and your muscles. So if I eat fast food and a Pop-Tart and someone else has kale and spinach and grass-fed beef, I mean, it's just, it's common sense. Okay, so that's definitely another one for you to keep in mind, and it's a very important one. So when we look at if I'm eating right, how do I know if I'm eating right? You know what it comes down to? It comes down to common sense. And it's also how you look and feel, right? I can't leave that one out, the final one. So when you look at someone and they don't look healthy, 
they could be sick. But there's also a good chance when you look at someone in their hair, does it look good or their skin or they look tired or bags under their eyes, that could also be they're not eating right. Now, let me just explain something that's really important. It's not necessarily cause and effect. In other words, if I'm not eating right, it might not make my skin look that bad. But the combination of what it does to my system is what I have to look at. All right. So anyway, keep those in mind. I'm going to have everything posted uh, eventually at Tina Anderson OC. Toll-free number 855-892-9606. I would love to hear from you. And we're going to come back and we'll talk to a fat loss expert. Don't go anywhere. Tina Anderson, Life in the Groove. with life in the groove. Are you in your groove? You're with the groove now, Tina Anderson. You have to be. Okay, you have to understand how important this next subject is if you're gauging how well you're doing in your program. So last segment, you know, we talked about how do I know if I'm eating right? And now you all know it's everything from checking your poop to to making sure that you're on the uh, perimeters of your grocery store, et cetera, et cetera. Now let's get into... How do I know if what I'm doing is successful, if it's effective? And the first way we're going to do that is to tackle what's happening with your body. My guest right now on the phone, Dan Watts with Body Metrics out of Arizona, someone that I've had the opportunity to work with. We actually did body fat testing on myself like via, what was that, Dan? How do we do that? Was it Skype? How do we... Uh, we did it via go-to meeting, actually. Okay, so here's the deal. So Dan's like, okay, go ahead and you know stand up and then you know do this on your hips. I do like pull my pants down kind of low, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't even know this guy, and I'm like totally bearing my <laughs> midriff, and we've been kind of intimate without even knowing each other. So enough about that. So Dan is with Body Metrics. It's the the uh, the body measurement tool that I use with my clients, and it's critical. You guys listen. The scale is killing you. It's, it's good for a lot of things. It's not good for a lot of things. Dan, let's clear it up. What is body fat measurement with your tool, and why does the scale just make us crazy? Well, that's the problem. A lot of people get so confused about scale weight, and they freak out when the needle on the scale stops moving, right? And, you know, the biggest thing is that people don't understand how that weight and what that number means. How is that weight distributed? So that's where the body metrics actually comes in, because measuring body composition and and calculating an accurate percentage of body fat is important, because what that does is it validates everything that you're doing or not doing, you know, and it takes the focus completely away from the scale. And it gives you an understanding of how that weight is actually broken down. You know, when you're talking about fat mass and lean mass, hydration weight, and so forth. So here's the thing. The, the whole body mass uh, index, which is crazy because a bodybuilder could be too high, right? What you're saying and what I think it's important for you guys that are listening to know is that what's going on inside of your body, you can't see it necessarily. You kind of can see muscle starting to pop out and all that. But a pound could represent fat, right? Muscle, water, and it's also the tissues in your body, right? It's everything that it makes up. So why are we, as weight loss people, why are we so tied into the scale? Why hasn't it switched over to focusing more on fat loss? Well, because that's the age-old misconception, and people really don't understand it. They think that thin is healthy, 
And, you know, there's a lot of thin people out there that actually are, are very unhealthy. They're carrying a lot of fat, and they don't have any muscle. And so their risk levels for diseases are elevated. And we're talking about, you know, diabetes, coronary heart disease, stroke, cancer. So that's the difference. And having an understanding of how that weight is actually distributed throughout the body. Am I really burning fat? You know, and how can I better do that? It's really about body composition, building muscle to burn fat, and as a result of that, being healthy overall. Let's go through the process of getting your body fat measured, your machine, and then all the other ones out there and what the differences are. Absolutely. Well, first of all, with, with the body metric system, we use ultrasound technology. Um, we've taken you know, that clinical technology, put it into a handheld device coupled with software, so the accuracy is actually comparable to DEXA, X-ray, CT scan. So that's one difference there. Um, the other difference is there's no limiting factors with ultrasound that could potentially skew some of the results. If you think of you know some of the other methodologies out there, um, whether it's bioimpedance, Futrex, what have you, hydration levels can really impact the results, um, caffeine intake, level of exercise. So you know, with that said, no limiting factors with ultrasound. It's non-invasive. You're not pinching anybody as you would with a caliper. Um, not getting dunked in a hydration water tank. Not <laughs> baptism. Which is, good, which is a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it's very efficient, you know, and, and uh, you know, measurements typically take less than five minutes to, to render a result. You know what I, uh, what I think is really important about all of this and what I want to say to you, to my listeners too, is that this is, this comes up all the time as a trainer. And I know it does, Dan, with you guys too. Nothing's happening. I'm working so hard. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Nothing's changing. But when you get your body fat measured, you if you're going down, I remember with my nutritionist, with Lucho, if I'm going down 0.1, success. So I can't tell it's happening. I don't feel it necessarily. I'm frustrated, whatever. But once I get measured and I see that I'm going down in body fat and I'm keeping my lean muscle I at least know I'm on the right track without necessarily really seeing or feeling those results because that's what gets people off track. Don't you agree? I completely agree. You know, it's it's great that you mentioned that because this is tangible proof of change, you know, and progress. Um, In addition to be able to, you know, visually seeing that with the body metric system, we also have imaging capabilities. So if you have targeted areas, where you really want to burn fat. I'm raising my hand here because the abdomen and my belly is certainly problematic. <laughs> I, you but, told me you leaned out, dude. I, I want you to send me a picture of your abs, but anyway, I'm go ahead. Lean. I, I'm pretty lean today, <laughs> but I wasn't when we met. So, yeah. But um, my point is that regardless of what area that you would really like to lose fat and, and build muscle in, This is tangible, and we have imaging capability, which clearly illustrates down to the millimeter, you know, if you're that picky about it, um, to to see those changes. So you you can clearly see progress, evolution, and, you know, hopefully you're not going in the opposite direction because it will also show you that. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Definitely keep you in the groove for sure. Thanks for throwing that in. He's in his group. So obviously you're representing Body Metrics, and I have you on because we're friends and I use it. Uh, but, but overall, 
not everybody's going to be able to get to the body metrics, uh, and we know that, and uh, that's obvious. So what does the average person do if they can't find someone who uses this system, which I love? There's got to be some alternatives. And as a friend, what would you say to someone if they couldn't find your system, but they still want to get their body fat measured? Well, actually, you know, there's, there's a lot of different health clubs and gyms and actually medical pros, uh, weight loss centers that, that use it. And we can certainly provide some information on our website. Um, you're welcome to go there and pull up a map of folks that are using or have the system offering those kind of assessments in their area. That's one thing. Okay. The other thing to do is they, they could contact us. We actually have a consumer version of the system, which is, you know, pretty affordable. In all fairness, though, there are the systems where you can at least pinch. There's got to be at least an option. Yeah, there, there's certainly some, some cheaper options out there. I mean, one of the things that they could do is buy, like, an Omron handheld bioimpedance device. I want you to be honest. You care about people losing weight, too. I do care. And that, at the end of the day, that's really what body metrics is all about, you know, it's caring about the health and welfare of, of other people. So in answer to your question, there are cheaper alternatives. Calipers, you know, nobody likes to be pinched, so I don't particularly recommend that, although it's, it's a pretty cost-effective way to go about getting your body composition and, and body fat measured. You can get other devices, you know, handheld bioimpedance devices for as little as $30. The problem with that, as I mentioned earlier, is that hydration, you really have to be careful about when you drink water, a glass of wine, you know. Right, um, right. Well, we know they're, we know they're out there. Yeah, and you know what, and I appreciate that, Dan, just being honest about it. Dan Watts uh, with Body Metrics, and his official title isn't sexy enough, so I'm just going to call him like the, um, the now lean, abbed out, sexy Dan Watts. <laughs> who represents well, body metrics. You, yeah, we'll call you that. I have stuff on my site about it because I use it. I've got even video on there, and uh, you can look it up, body metrics, and talk to them. Thank you very much. And this is a reminder to all of you listening, body fat, body fat, body fat, body fat, not just the scale, body fat, correct? <laughs> you it. agree. Okay, Dan, thank you so much. I will be in touch again, and I want you to send me a picture of your abs. Thank you, Tina. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Back, everyone, in just moments, Life in the Groove with much more good stuff. Life in the Groove with your Groove Master, Tina Anderson. And I know Groove usually pertains to music, so don't be going, hey, Groove is about the music, in the pocket, in the groove. I work with musicians. I know it. I like to use it about health and fitness as well. And that's what we talk about here. Welcome to Life in the Groove. Are you living in your groove? Do the pieces fit together the right way? I'm here to help you make sure that they do. Because if one piece is out of whack, it's not fitting in the groove the right way, it throws everything off. And your health and fitness, your mind, your body, your soul, all of that, it matters. Speaking of which, I love trying new things for my mind, body, soul, whatever. I like, uh, I like testing out stuff. I love trying new things. So at the, uh, this last IDEA conference in Los Angeles, I checked out some of the booths, the workshops, took a yoga workshop, which was really cool. And what I want to share with you are a couple things that I came across that you can look for. I actually found one of them just recently. The expo is like, it is, it's a giant place where you get to try products and you get to check out some of the different equipment and the workouts. So I want to run through a couple things that I came across because I'm out there doing that for you so you don't have to. 
don't waste your time on stuff and money on things that aren't good. Uh, I'm, I got your back. I got your back. In fact, if you want me to check out anything, you can always um, go to tinaandersonoc.com, which is kind of my home. And I've got all my links for Facebook and Twitter. You can leave me an email message there. You can tweet me. Craig, did that sound kind of sexual? You can tweet me? I thought uh, <laughs> just a little in a lot, a lot of ways. It sounds a little. Hey, tweet me. Um, Toll-free number at Live from the Groove is 855-892-9606. Taking your calls, answering your questions. All right, so idea conference. I came across what I thought was very cool. It's a product. Now you're going to be like, oh, yuck, but it's a product made out of egg whites. First of all, egg whites are a, a wonderful source of protein, eggs in general. And you can eat a lot more eggs than you probably thought. Eggs are fine. If you're, you know, uh, vegetarian, you don't use eggs, or if you're against that, whatever, I'm not, I'm not going there today. I'm just saying that for a lot of us, it's an incredible source of protein. Well, I came across a product, the Intelligent Protein Snack Company, IPS, chips made out of egg whites. And Craig, the place that is right around this station, around the corner, mm-hmm. they actually have those chips. It's the first place I've seen them. Ironically, right next to us, these egg white chips, they actually carry those. I know they're going to be hard to find, but if you look for intelligent protein snacks, you can find it. Chips made out of egg whites, 7 grams of protein, very low sugar, 16 grams of carbs. Here's a big one because I am very much against soy, not the good soy, but the processed soy. No soy in it, about 130 calories. So 130 calories, 7 grams of protein. That's a big deal. So I want you to look for those intelligent protein snacks. They're going to be out all over the place eventually. Chips made out of egg whites. There you go. Pick that. Yes, it's processed. But if you're going to go processed, Doritos, no. Intelligent protein snack, yes. There you go. You'll get used to it. Okay, so I'm excited about those. Then I went to a booth, uh, and it was uh, called the WEC W-E-C-K method. It was created by the BOSU guy. If you've seen the BOSU, it's that half kind of ball. It's got a flat bottom, and that sounded kind of weird too. Tweet me, got a flat bottom. I hope you don't have a flat bottom. We'll have to do another segment on that. But anyway, the BOSU. Uh, David Weck is really big in fitness. He's worked with uh, Olympiads, pro athletes, I'm big time, right? So I thought, oh, it's got to be killer because this is the BOSU guy. And I got to tell you, the rep just confused me with the explanation of what this is. It's, he's explaining movement, efficiency, uh, athletic intelligence. Here we go again with intelligence, which is kind of the theme, uh, what I saw. But I want you to watch for it because I love the BOSU and I love David Weck. If you see something about symmetry and balance, those are super critical. So if you do see the Weck method, I want you to check it out. Dance Revolution. Don't poo-poo it if you like to dance. Look for it. I think it's very cool. And the glide cycle, if you see that, mm, I don't know. It's this giant cycle that you pedal with this big thing over your body, kind of strange. There's always strange stuff in fitness. But glide cycle, you might want to check that out if you like funky things. You can Google that as well. I came across that. And then I got to see Tony Horton doing parkour, which was priceless. The main thing that I got to see that I'm just saying that out of everything was the intelligent chips from the idea conference. Look for it out there 
And when we come back, I'm going to talk about a very important topic to close the show, motivation. Life in the Groove. Life in the Groove or Life on the Groove, right? Oh, you're going to dance for me? Craig's going to dance. Or I'm just hoping you land on a name. <laughs> okay. I get so excited. Life in the Groove. Anyway, okay. So Tina Anderson with you. How are you? The answer is, I'm great. Fantastic. I'm alive. I have problems. That means I'm alive. Good. Okay. Uh, just to clarify on the last segment, I had to kind of rush through it at the end. I was getting so excited about protein chips. Tony Horton at the Idea Convention, by the way, he's not, I don't think, creating a parkour workout, but he was at the parkour booth, Tony Horton from P90X, like a little kid, like just like, wait, let me try it again, let me try it again, and he was falling off blocks, and it was great just to see him, not conscious of really how well he was doing, but just trying to to get the move down, focused on that, didn't matter who was around him, he just was like, I got to get this move, it was so fun to watch him, it was like he was 12 again. And that's how Tony is. He's, he's such a great guy. He's the real deal, by the way. He's the real deal. Craig, so I have a question for you. Okay, so what do you think I get asked a lot as a trainer in general? A question that just comes up a lot. Do you have any, any thoughts, like just kind of a general, besides this, the first segment about if I'm eating right? Anything come to mind? I get asked this a lot. In general. Uh, millions of questions. <laughs> I, seriously, it's, it's really hard for me to pin it down because, I mean, it's fitness one. What do I do? Here's something I get asked a lot. How do I get motivated? I can't get motivated. Or I get started and I, I just I can't stay motivated because it encompasses everything. I get asked a lot, especially not so much in person, but a lot online in text messages and from clients or even spin students. I'm so motivated in your class and, and I'm ready to go and, and then I, or I do a week and I'm just, I got it. And then all of a sudden I just, ah, I just fall off the wagon and, and I'm not motivated. And why am I so motivated sometimes? And you just can't stop me. I'm on freaking fire. And then other times I'm just stuck. What is it? That's the question that I get asked a lot. And no matter what your goal is, I want to lose body fat. I want to build muscle. I want to compete. I want to get in a triathlon. I want to be able to get off the couch and move my body. If you're not motivated, none of it is going to happen. None of it. So we have a couple segments to figure this out, and I'm going to help you. I promise you this might be a big takeaway for you. Okay? I do have a revelation for you that you're probably going to go, really, that's it? But let me start with this. First of all, I can't, I can't make you get motivated, as someone will say. I can't hand over motivation like a plate of spaghetti. Here's your motivation, and then walk off. I can't give you a magic pill. You can't purchase motivation on Amazon. You can't pick it up in your Whole Foods store. In other words, you can find sources to trigger, trigger actions and behaviors But even as your trainer or instructor or friend or wife or girlfriend or mother, I can only facilitate the action. You have to take in the cue and you have to activate it. You know, because we're motivated by our physiological needs. You've probably heard this, right? By safety, socially, by our need for self-respect and esteem, 
by our need to reach our full potential. It's sort of like Psych Class 101. We learned about the hierarchy of needs. I think we kind of understand that. Most of us don't need to get motivated to have a place to sleep every night. Most of us aren't lacking motivation to lock our car doors in an airport parking lot, right? But 30 to 60 minutes of exercise every day, picking the right foods, that becomes a whole nother story. Now, there is a way to make that happen. And that's what we're going to talk about when I come back. Don't go anywhere. If you can, take notes. Or if if not, I'll make sure you can find this show later because this is the stuff that could change your life. And that's what we do on Life in the Groove. Jumping right back in because motivation is so critical. If you missed it, what the heck? Where have you been? Don't be missing things on my show. We were talking about motivation and the fact that I can't serve it up like a plate of spaghetti. Okay, don't say to me, how do you get motivated? Can you motivate me? No, I can't motivate you. I can facilitate it, and that's what I'm going to do right now. You know what? Uh, you got to put your big boy pants on. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're going to do. To get motivated enough for real action, you need to tap into the right desires. You need to awaken your soul and your spirit. You need to identify the one, two, or three factors that will dramatically change your life in a manner that's extremely important to you. Perhaps it's reading the right chapter in a book. Perhaps it is the right process that you have not had before. Perhaps it's fighting incurable cancer. It just leads you into the biggest fight of your life and the best fight of your life where you actually are in the best shape. And I know that sounds crazy. I have been with people who sort of face that. And all of a sudden, they're just like, I just feel I'm just going to live alive. I'm going to go after. And I know that sounds nuts. It's happened twice that I know of. Everything has to lead you to your own positive actions. You motivate yourself. Okay, so that's the first thing you have to do this. Okay, so how do we really do this? I'm so busy. Oh, I just can't get myself going. And, you know, and I just got so much going on. And uh, I, uh, la, 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 wine, blah, 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 blah. Drives me insane. Whatever you're doing right now is more important to you than what you say is important to you if you're not motivated. You have not figured out what really is extremely critical to living your life better if you're not motivated whether it's your workout or to just to lose weight, your manuscript, cleaning out your garage, staying on track while you're job hunting, you have to have the right goal in mind and the kind of goal that will change your life in a way that is way better than what you have right now. Are you listening? No Facebook, no texting, pay attention. This is the big revelation. Hear me out. The goal has to be critical, has to be more important, has to change your life in a way that will change it from what you have right now to what you need. And it has to be emotionally connected to you. Here's an example. Oh, it's New Year's. Oh, I got to lose weight. I got to get in better shape. It's New Year's. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's the last week in, uh, in December. So now I can eat whatever the hell I want and I can indulge. I'm going to go to parties because come January 1st, I'm going to be motivated. I'm going to lose weight. The hell you are, you are not going to do anything. You know why? Because there's no emotional attachment. Think about this. I just found out that my brother suffered a heart attack. We have heart disease in the family. I'm 42. He's 50. 
the doctor said I could fall down that same path if I don't take care of myself. I have two kids that need me. Now I'm motivated. I don't want to leave them without a dad. And my dad died of a heart attack, and now my brother had a heart attack. How motivating is that? Here's an exact example of something that happened. I am not embellishing. I had a client who was quite overweight. She quit her job, for the first time could volunteer in her kids' class, right? She walks in the first day. I kid you not, just picture this. She is literally too big to walk between the desks in the room. Think about the humiliation. Think about how that feels. You don't think she got motivated to change? How does that compare to, oh, I got to get in better shape. Yeah, I got to do something. Nah, completely different. There's an emotional attachment. Here's another one. You're a dad. You want to help out with your kid's team. You get on the field. You can't run up and show them how to kick the ball. You're out of breath. Your fat's jiggling all over the place. But your son's friend's dad can run up the field. And your kid just, you know, wishes that you could do that with him. That's an emotional attachment. It's got to be attached to something where you just go, I can't do this anymore. What I see in the future, the way it will feel to me. How about this? Walking into your closet and not having to pick the fat clothes. And a lot of you know exactly what I'm talking about. You have your fat clothes and you have your skinny clothes and you hide in your fat clothes. And you walk in and you go, I just want to get up and not have to worry about what I'm putting on. I want to feel good. I want to know that a size four, even if it's too small for me, is just because it's too small, not because I'm too big. I just, I want to walk in and try on clothes and feel good about it. I want to go somewhere. I want to go to a party. I want to be at the picnic with shorts on and not feel self-conscious anymore. I'm tired of not going out because I feel so terrible. That is different. Envision what it'll feel like, your life, how it'll change. That's how you get motivated. Okay. It's not just, oh, I got to lose weight. Oh my goodness. There's Usually pain, humiliation, there's an emotional attachment. It's type 2 diabetes diagnosis. It's someone you care about getting very, 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 very sick. Your excuses have to go away because what you see in the future, the way you see your life, that has to become so visceral, so important to you that you get laser focused. If you're not doing that, if you're sitting on the couch and saying, I just can't get my butt off the couch, you know what? It's not happening. You're not motivated by the right reasons. It's that simple, guys. Okay? That's it. That's all it is. Do you get it? Do you understand? If you're not motivated, then what you want is not that important yet. That's it. Don't give me excuses. You'll find a way to make it happen if it's important. That's how it works. Does that make sense, Craig? It does. Isn't it the saying is your desire to change has to be greater than your desire to stay the same? Exactly. You hear it all the time. I'm telling you, it's the flipping truth. Don't, don't, I want to hear your excuses. You don't care enough yet. It's not important enough or you would change. All right. Anyway, oh gosh, it gets me all worked up. All right, for all things Life in the Groove, reach out to me at my blog, Tina Anderson OC, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Everything is there, 855-892-9606. I want to take your questions. Until then, 
When we talk again, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and manage your stress, please, before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson reminding you to live your life in the groove.